to school for history international relations mm. it's something that i wanted to do okay. so like okay maybe it's a phase it has passed okay <laughs> you know, maybe that's that. over so like you might she didn't take me seriously fashion styling what's that like exactly when anybody's thinking if i just thinking of design exactly or yeah tailoring or, or something you know illustrators what's that <laughs> right i work everybody welcome back to the creative collective podcast um it's been such a long time i took a break because i had my final exams i finished the school and yeah like now i'm free i was taking my time to like just gather myself together properly and just bring you guys like more amazing content and i'm super glad to be back and for my comeback i have an amazing amazing fashion fashion entrepreneur, stylist, everything. I have me Ochiko Sakwere. Hi. Hi. <laughs> thank you thank so much. you for coming to speak to us to speak with us. Thank uh, you. Hi everyone. It's, it's amazing to have you here. So how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Mm. I'm doing really good. Better than um semester. Mm-hmm. All of During that is, semester yeah. and everything. Are you done with your exams and Yes, I am. Okay, thankfully, thankfully, man, because yes. almost these last few weeks have been crazy. Fam, <laughs> ah, it's so crazy. I'm just glad I'm totally out of the system. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to be out of the system myself. <laughs> I can't imagine. Ah. I can't imagine. It's just a little more time, and then you know. Yeah. Anyway, um, I know I've said oh, you're a fashion entrepreneur, fashion stylist. Like, could you give us more um details or backstory into who? Um, Ochuko Sakwere is. Hi everyone, thank you again. It's so good to be <laughs> here. I'm very honored. Yeah. Uh, so I am a fashion stylist. That's what a lot of people know me to be. But I like to regard myself a fashion creative because mm-hmm. I do multiple things. Um, I'm a creative director. Mm-hmm. I am a fashion stylist, of course. Yeah. I'm a personal shopper, and I'm also a consultant. And with um, and for my clients. I designed some outfits for them as well. Oh, wow. So, yes, I, you know, I do a bit of everything. And this is actually, like, stemming from my JD mm-hmm. or my foundation, which is fashion styling. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's... So, basically, you wear a lot of fashion arts. Like, you wear different hats in the fashion industry. Yes, I do. Industry. Considering um, the work I do, that's fashion styling in, mm-hmm. in and of itself, you kind of have no choice. You... Um, have to know a bit of all of these things mm-hmm. because you also have to like um, project yourself in a way that is um, easily interpreted by your team or the people they are going to be working with yeah it's more than just like putting clothes on people and mm-hmm. 
it's very complex work right mm-hmm. so i feel like people yeah. tend to misinterpret it as like a very easy work that is not just like putting clothes on it or can't you just like pick clothes from your wardrobe and just put something on i feel like there's more to it and that's why i'm like excited to have this entire conversation with you yes. and just to get to know what Thank that you. is really okay so um before we get right into it i'd like to know how's your week been what has been going on anything you can just like fill us in well um although school has quote-unquote ended i still have a bit of school work to finish so mm-hmm. there's that i have been sleeping a lot yeah i have been reading a lot for <laughs> pleasure and um i have also been getting back on track with my business with clients mm-hmm. and just like really getting there getting to my center as a person mm-hmm. because this um year and this previous session was a very tasking one for me i experienced mm-hmm. burnout yeah yes i, I okay i can um, relate to that <laughs> yes, i experienced burnout and um i've just really been using um this past week as well as the other weeks mm-hmm. following my final exam to just rest and get back on track. track yeah yes. i can imagine i think it's pretty much the same with me so like this past week or this entire past time that the podcast has been off i had i've had the exams and right after the exams i had to get back to work and i have school projects i have all of those things to like get back on and imagine. then um you know how it is when you have been off work for a while before you get back into that creative space where you can yeah. get yourself to do amazing work it takes like a little bit of time so i've been experiencing these little blockers but i mean it's fine it's part of the process and yeah I, I, has anything interesting come up no just like different events and all of that but yeah that's that uh so let's get started let's get into it so how when did you discover that um fashion styling was going to be your thing i don't think it well i can't really say if it was a major like major career that people are inclined to pursue but like for you to know okay this is something that really interests me when did that start how did you like discover that side of you well um now that i'm more knowledgeable on fashion and styling itself i would say i've always been in fashion however fashion styling as a career started for me 2020 yes that was when i decided to pursue it professionally during the pandemic yes oh nice and um that was after giving it much thought after doing due diligence and deciding the type of styling that i would want Mm -hmm. to pursue Mm -hmm. and i was able to successfully carry out a project before we had to go home for covid oh okay yeah yeah i think i saw that the ijabi yes oh (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah yeah i did i did like i I like your work so i just like do a lot of check and i saw i saw that you also used to write i don't know if you still write but you had a blog yes yeah so that was was that like the first your first uh interest would i say well no actually um writing fashion came in 2020 as well as well but um i'd be writing way well i was just not writing fashion Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. fashion was just a or writing rather was a means for me to express myself properly Mm -hmm. because i um 
I was learning how to speak and um, I was learning to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and writing just provided an outlet for me to do that mm-hmm. because with writing I did not have to hold back I could not even hold back if I wanted to mm-hmm. and yeah that was that wow interesting so you started in 2020 you had the project before the entire break started so yes. how was that period like the the time where we were forced i mean there wasn't much people could do at the time i mean people were probably not people weren't going out at that time yes. so i can imagine it was quite like a discouraging time or something so how was that for you <laughs> 2020 was a very crazy year because i just started my my career and i've not even done much of anything mm-hmm. before and, everything yes and just seeing people just put out work doing stuff that was this guy wisdom like mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And i'm just in my house like what am i doing with my life what am i doing with myself <laughs> you know what is what is going on mm-hmm. and i've always what should i say i've noticed that i sometimes i tend to like fall behind on trend and you know what let's say there's this really trendy thing that would go for your career and mm-hmm. i would just probably not have interest in it it's just not clicking with me at that time it's mm-hmm. not like months later that it will come to me so 2020 was a very interesting a lot of things happened yeah um personally i believe that even though it was quite the tragic year i mean people can spin it in whatever yeah, possible they want yeah, to but, but it was really crazy yes it was crazy it was a very sad year you know and um however i i got a lot of positives from it i mm-hmm. um discovered myself mm-hmm. i i learned about god jesus christ mm-hmm. i um i started a business mm-hmm. i began um learning finance Oh, interesting. Yes, I um, started making investments because wow. I'm a practical person mm-hmm. than anything else. So <laughs> the things I was learning in theory, I put into practice. Mm-hmm. And fashion-wise, I spent a lot of time networking, mm. a lot of time, mm. and that was what really helped me after the pandemic. Yeah, because like I just hit the ground running, and the person like my friend Ayofi Akin, he was my photographer for most of 2021, mm-hmm. if not all. Mm-hmm. He was also yeah. the same energy. We mm-hmm. were just rolling out work, and my friend, um, she was my model, she was my muse. Really, her name is Docas. We were just like putting out work. Like everybody was always ready, mm-hmm. you know. And by virtue, that helps me meet other people in you know the fashion space. I um i studied i did a little studying i mm. i like to study mm. i enjoy reading and i'm a nerd yeah i can't tell you know, so <laughs> i did a lot of studying and yeah i would say um a lot of that is paying off now yeah yeah oh so that's amazing because during that time you were able to like build up skill you were able to learn yes. a lot of things that have not come into into uh like of great become of great use in this time so that makes a lot of sense uh and you said stuff about like networking i think i picked a little thing about collaboration and like what what were the things that probably pushed you or helped you in in trying to do that like with networking now you know how 
um, certain people probably don't have the mind to easily like walk up or like connect with other people or they find it hard to like reach out to others for collaboration what would you say like were probably the things that helped you or you just knew okay this is this is something that is important to my career and like let me just get it done were there anything like that probably helped you to get to that stage where you like easily could do those things well um kind of like an aside because that's what's going to lead to me answering this question for a very long time i i'm suffered from low self-esteem and but i was very audacious Mm -hmm. you know i could when it was time to get the job done Mm -hmm. but um just i was socially awkward i did not like myself out there i was shy mm. you know but when it came to my goals i would just go for it mm. and that really helped me with networking i mm. look being shy there's nothing wrong with it mm-hmm. it's cool it's okay but once it begins to get in the way of the things that you want to do then that's a problem mm. and I have big goals. I have a big vision, mm. a vision that is much bigger than mm-hmm. myself. So, yeah. So, networking is for me. I do not just network with people to even work with them. Mm-hmm. I network with people to learn human relations, to mm-hmm. learn how to um, manage human beings, to meet different people, to mm-hmm. um, meet different mindsets. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that you should put yourself first mm. and also recognize what you have to give. Mm. Because I knew what I had. Mm. I didn't know how to draw. My descriptive writing was good. Mm-hmm. And I just really, I knew what this person could stand to benefit Mm. from it as well Mm. so when i go to network it's not just about myself Mm. some can even i can even say it's less about myself Mm. and more about the person Mm. you know i feel like that's a very good approach to networking because most of the time when you go to meet someone it's like oh you just want to get something from them it doesn't always or it it doesn't really lead to like a lasting relationship because sometimes you just need to get to know people like for them in the first place before you then go oh hi i want to get this and this and this i mean it it is not bad i'm not saying specifically bad but then in order to develop a good relationship with people it just it just matters to go with like an open mind and not just like go with okay i want to get this thing from this person and that's like the people, main goal. people are not tools to you yeah they are people mm. you know they are people which is why to personally i can't work people probably laugh at my face and say you know i'm still very young in the industry but mm. god willing it's something that i hope to keep i do not um even if i work with someone once once i notice that you are not a good person mm. I will not work with you again mm-hmm. if um as as much or as long as it's my choice mm-hmm. you know because ultimately people are more than just what they can give mm-hmm. who they are will and fashion is also an art mm-hmm. and just how someone treats your work from execution to um 
marketing it mm. it will their personality will show in your work mm. and it can affect the delivery it can affect yeah, the message definitely, definitely. of the work yeah so you have to be sensitive to the people that yeah you, know, you are looking to work with yeah like the kind of people you choose to work with i mean yes. that would really affect most of your work process and it could even affect like the quality of work you eventually produce so it's like a really major factor yeah. so just like a little segue you said something about faith about finding jesus in 2022 uh, and you i think even now you say thing, you uh, mentioned things like expressing uh, your christianity through fashion and i just wanted to like get more information on that like what do you really mean with that and how does that work out for you and you know how in fashion there are sometimes you make um let's say clothing selections now that probably don't fit the the stereotype of oh this is how a christian should dress you know all these um kind of talks and all of that like how do you manage that and even being as being a christian you still find that um that middle ground that helps you to express yourself and you still like stay strong in your faith and all of that well the one thing that i would want to begin with is god is a is a diverse god mm. he's an artist and even more so there's freedom in christ mm. a lot of people may misinterpret this to say that there's freedom to um do certain things but when you know god when you begin your christian journey when you know who you are as a christian mm -hmm. there are certain things that will automatically stop Mm. For instance, um, with exposing certain parts of your body, I, I believe that's something that's like really, you know, really popular mm -hmm. in the industry. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's used as a sign of confidence. And, mm -hmm. you know, this is um, said with no disrespect to anybody. Mm -hmm. But as a Christian myself, um, once upon a time, I used to enjoy wearing short shorts, mm -hmm. not for anybody or for anything, but comfort. And I just really liked it, Yeah, you know, but not to even like go into the other intricacies that may not be understood. But when I began to learn about who I am in Christ, I began to place more value on myself and just um, certain parts of my body that I would rather not have just anyone see, see. Mm -hmm. you know, and um, with regards fashion, I have, or one of the things that I um, I love to do, or what God loves to do through me is um, spark conversations because there are many um, things that are misconstrued in the industry. Mm -hmm. And sometimes this is not even, this may not be um, through full-blown, you know, fits, like um, shoots. It may just be how I look. Mm -hmm. I've had many conversations where I would speak to Christians or leaders in the church and they are surprised that I have such a relationship with God or I know mm -hmm. so much of the Bible, even, even you know, just because of how I dress, mm -hmm. you know, but I'm, I'm an expressive person mm -hmm. and my fashion speaks for me than mm -hmm. anything else. Yeah. So... My Christianity and my faith, they are not, um, they're not mutually exclusive. Mm. They are intertwined. Mm. And you don't have to do a shoot that says, 
Jesus died for my sins, <laughs> then you will dress somebody like Jesus, mm-hmm. those sorts of things. No, mm-hmm. like Christianity is more, it's it's delicate, it's intricate, and mm-hmm. it's it can be complex mm-hmm. and it can be executed through fashion, fashion. as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, doing fashion and my faith mm-hmm. has been... I feel like you have you have just found you 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 have confidence in your faith. You know what you are, you believe in, and it just also comes through in the way you put yourself out there. And I think that is that is really really good. I'm just taking back a little bit more. When you started out, I don't know if at the first stage you told your parents or like your family about like oh going on the <clears throat> going like getting the career started in fashion i know how african parents can be i just wanted to know like what, what was the reaction were they like on board at once that oh okay you want to start dressing because i know they might not even understand oh you're addressing people up what does that mean that, those kind of things so what was that experience like till now my mother has I don't think she has come to terms with me wanting to get a degree in fashion. Oh. <laughs> like a master's degree or another undergraduate yeah. degree. Yeah. I don't think she has come to terms with it. But my fashion journey actually started from shoemaking. Oh, really? Yes. I mm. love shoes. I love footwear. I love them so, so much with everything mm. in me. And I wanted to know how they worked. I wanted to be able to see shoemakers working and know what to do, what not to do, how mm-hmm. to um, correct and even take on a job if I have to. So I got some foundational knowledge in shoemaking and my mom, my brother, they... <laughs> Why do a man's job? <laughs> I mean, shoemaking is one of the like most looked down... I mean, at the the indigenous ones where you yes. see like shoemakers and they're like, yes. what kind of job is this? And they are very, they are very underrated in Nigeria. Yeah. And artisans, that shoemakers, tailors are really expensive, you mm. know. But because here in Nigeria, they're everywhere. Yeah. Well, lots of them are not good, but because they're everywhere, they <laughs> really hold no value. And because they do not know their worth as well. Yeah. Because the person I was learning with had someone who used to sell footwear in Unilab and then he would sell it to this guy for maybe like four eight K and this guy would go and sell it for like thousands of naira you know so my um my mom because it's it's physically straining Mm. shoemaking yeah and it requires concentration, a lot of concentration and a lot of time. And I did not hear the laughter. My mom did not even <laughs> want to pay. I went to get a job <laughs> to pay for it myself. Wow. So you had to go through that by yourself. Yes, I did. Because <laughs> it's what I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, and I wanted to further. But that was when school happened. Mm. And I had to go to school, mm. you know, but it's something that I still um, watch online. I yeah. still study. Follow up with. Yes, I still follow up with. Yeah. And um, right now, I have a shoemaker on my team. Mm-hmm. And it is something that we 
you still look uh working yeah, every yeah. every every now and then i feel like that's so cool because the the, the job itself is something that pe- most people underrate but then like look at their work like when they put so much um when they craft shoes and the way they just do these things is actually like yes it's something to, so, to look at you know when that stopped and I got into school for history international relations mm. it's something that i wanted to do okay. so like okay maybe it's a phase it has passed okay <laughs> maybe voila. that's over so like he might she didn't take me seriously fashion styling what was that like exactly when anybody's thinking if i just thinking of designers exactly or, yeah, tailoring or something you know illustrators what was that <laughs> Right, I work. Yeah, my mother is Yoruba, oh, okay. so like it was just. But I, I think um, I got her attention mm. to a certain degree when I, um, I did an ad for someone for CNN, and oh. yes. So she, at that point, she'd be like, ah. she was pretty psyched about it, but you know now she's she's still, you know, kind of back there you mm. know like the thought of a degree in fashion is just it's not something that like even when i invested in my first couple of textbooks mm. she looked at like i just wasted money <laughs> like, what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah i can true. imagine it might even have been difficult to make her understand that you this is an actual <laughs> For me, I don't even I don't try to make people understand. I'm not even I don't try to talk to people. I just go and work. Mm. You know, up mm. until the CNN situation, I was not trying to make her understand. Mm. I you know, we're just in our own space, in our own lives. And then that happened and she found out about it. Yeah. You know, so like I like to do I like to let the work do the talking. Mm. I don't mm. really mm. I don't try to convince people with mm. my words mm. or Except it's like I think that's, that's the best way you can convince someone. Like when you put out good work and they say by themselves they would see and they would just be like, oh, yes. oh, okay. So now this is what she's doing. So now you don't have to explain yourself. Anything. Yes. So like during the course of your career, like I'm sure you have styled like a multiple amount of people for different purposes. Has there been like any, firstly, is there any, fun, have you had any funny clients that, you probably had to help them wear their shoes or whatever and then they were like oh i can't do these things myself now or i don't need this but or, or like any funny like situation you have been in in your career well um first i, I actually choose my clients because oh, oh, okay yes um i've had people come to me to recreate looks on them and i, I can't do that <laughs> you know you and my trust made them understand that my work is also an art. Yeah. And whilst I will be considerate of you, I need to be considerate of me as well. Mm. And it's a step-by-step process. Like, you don't just bring a style for us to copy, mm. you know, to recreate on yourself. Mm. And um, the people that I have worked with have understood that they, okay. you know, let me take the reins because they also know that I will be considerate of them as well. Mm. You know, there are, like, a lot of factors to... Um, consider when you're styling someone yeah and i make um videos content yeah on, on that so please feel free to go and watch one of my videos yeah. and youtube you have a YouTube yes i have a youtube yeah. so um 
I talked about fashion styling and what it entails, what it's all about, mm. the um, the technical side of it. I touched on that a little bit. Yeah. So, yes, with regards um, my fashion styling journey, nothing, nothing funny with clients. However, I have experienced um, a few bad moments with. Um, fellow creatives that I've been looking to work with yes so you know there's um, there's one and it was um, for lack of a better word it was disappointing Mm. and it was saddening I mean um, we everything had been laid down the direction, the story, the idea everything Mm -hmm. was laid down in detail and mm. the photographer just took another route wow and you know all sorts of things started like um sending the work to places that was not in line wow. with the idea and you know it was just it was a very it was a very sudden experience for me because this was a photographer that i had been looking forward to working with for mm. a really long time i was super excited to work with him mm-hmm. and you know he was he was receptive to the idea and everything so seeing him like take a full 360 mm. and then it was just that's crazy that's crazy <clears throat> that's crazy i can imagine how frustrating that was another thing i would like to know is like as a young person in the fashion industry or like in the creative industry we know how big it is we know how like other creatives might um try to uh underestimate your work probably because of where they think you are maybe or you are young or you are young in the industry when you get here you still need to get more experience all of those challenges have you had any of those issues and like how do you kind of like get past them how do you cope with that well where I'm at right now is trying to build the reality that I want because um, I have faced situations where people believe that I'm too young for certain things or mm. they, you know, yeah, believe I'm too young for certain so they try to hold me back and I'm not willing mm. to wait, mm. you know, especially if God is telling me to go, mm. you know, but um out of honor and wanting to pay my dues i just thought like as of that time it was the path to take you know however i recognize myself as a high value individual who mm. is going to get um much more higher in mm-hmm. value mm-hmm. and um i i have just like i don't want to say quit but i'm not focused on um getting on to shows or into places that people think i need to get into to succeed mm. because i have um experienced firsthand as well as heard the experiences mm-hmm. of other people and i don't think um demeaning someone or holding them back or putting them down is a means of is them paying their dues like mm. paying your dues means you're putting in the work mm-hmm. and you should you should rise if mm. you're putting in the work, mm. you know. But it just seems like you are being used, mm. you know, and like, oh, you're still, you're, yeah, what are you, are you of, yeah. of paying your dues? And yeah. like, 
my guy mm. time is money like i'm not really trying to like i'm not trying to blueprint my life after your life mm. that's really why that's legit why i started this early mm. but that is why i'm doing this thing why when i'm doing it yeah. i'm not trying to be like you yeah exactly because they feel like okay it took me 15 years to get to this place and this place so you think you can just rise up all those all of those kind of things they are just like you need to understand that no, of course, like, no not disrespect. everybody has the same yes. journey. You don't have to go to say the same toils and problems and all of that, yes. like just to get yes. your own destination. And of course, like no disrespect to anybody because um who I am now or where I'm at now is as a result of the work of other people. Like there are mm. times where I was not motivated, like not even my goals were that great motivation for me. Mm. But like seeing the work of people who have gone ahead. Mm. seeing reading up on their journey and yeah. really there's someone i i love and i admire so much mm. um he's the style infidel he i love his style mm. so so much i discovered him in i think 2018 2019 i shot my shot by instagram mm. and i love his style so much it was like it is so audacious mm. and he's so he's so expressive and you know he's like everything about him comes full circle mm. you know and um there was a show that happened on campus no not on campus here in ife mm-hmm. the undergraduate science fashion show yeah the first edition and he came for it and like he was so free with his knowledge like he was not mm. gatekeeping anything. anything he was not going around circles like he he was very detailed he was mm. very direct it was very open i left that session with a lot mm. you know and that's that was extremely admirable like i loved that so much i was surprised mm. for one <laughs> you know because reading um reading books watching shows even having been to gt fashion week yeah. like people ask some of these questions and they would just they won't tell you anything yeah they would you find know? a way around yes it. they will say something but like mm-hmm. when you go and unpack like you're not getting much of anything out of this mm-hmm. so yeah like this is not to there are certainly people who are um different in the industry mm-hmm. and of course even these people are um quote-unquote successful individuals that see humans with things going on in their lives mm-hmm. and with um you don't know the time or the season that they're in mm-hmm. and you know so you have to be considerate of that as well yeah so yes but overall like that age is just yeah mm-hmm. i just feel like people need to to take a step back from this whole thing of oh if you have not had this amount of i mean i think experience is very valuable as yes, well yes. but like looking at the quality of what somebody has done even within a short period of time i think that is something to tell you that okay if this person is given more opportunity they can achieve so much more and like just give you so much more value but then yes we just have different people that just see things in different ways yes. and it's just and by virtue of experience i just want to put this out that it seems easy because person is very good at it if something looks flawless mm. the person is extremely good if the person is not good it will be clumpy it will not be nice mm. so when like when you see flawless work and all of this came about by virtue of experience this is not downplaying yeah. experience this is yeah. not downplaying unpaid yeah. definitely you know times in your life definitely. because they will come they have to come like it's even like super 
mm. important because money, as much as people would want to um, underestimate it, money is a blinding tool. Like mm. it can take you away from your art. You need to. It is. I think even if you have the chance, because there have been times where I got like really huge amounts mm. and I turned it down. Yes, one mm-hmm. being. You know, I was instructed to do so. And two, now that I have grown mm. as a person, I can see why. If I had gotten the amount of money or if I was getting paid, mm. you know, it's it would have been more, it would have been detrimental to my growth mm. than anything else. Money will definitely come. Mm. That's one thing I know. Money is like the wind. Yeah. You know, it will definitely come. Yeah, I was also going to say that because I don't know how um profitable it is to be like an early career fashion stylist and how that might how like the income level can be um discouraging or maybe and i don't know what that looks like but then like how is it like like trying to find your foot in the industry to be able to even make something substantial to be able to like uh stay through different times and like all the challenges that come with the work the reason why a number of fashion stylists are not earning good is because they don't know what they do. Mm. They just think they're dressing people up. Mm. That's one. Two, they do not have a business model. Mm. So they are either not handling their bag well or they don't have someone who's doing that. Like it's okay to have a management and the management doesn't even have to be big. It can just be your guy who's really good with accounting and management. Mm. That is running your money side why you're focused on just creating and giving value Mm. so and then i will not want to lie like there are a number of things number of like little intricacies because if you are rich you'll probably get rich Mm. too with fashion styling if you're influential Mm. you know because you get into doors quicker you Mm. get into you get to work with certain brands faster because Mm -hmm. of um by virtue of the people that you know or the background that you're coming from so yeah. there's that to um there's that to consider however it's still possible to earn really good i think in my second year of fashion styling let me just let me call it my first year that's 2021 when mm-hmm. i really started putting out work mm-hmm. i got i don't want to say this on this podcast <laughs> 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 but i i earned really good mm. that year you know and all i was just doing was putting out work consistently great work mm. you know and just like putting myself out there mm. and being audacious mm. you know so or you know like bible says time and chance happens mm. to everyone mm. like mm. you just yeah other like little intricacies mm. that have been i won't regard myself successful physically in my mm. mind i am a success mm. but i'm not i'm not where i would want yeah to i feel be. like that comes with like your goals and like the things you're aiming to achieve and yeah i'm so i'm definitely sure like you would reach all of those things so just like a little segue i'm just going to do a bit of questioning like a bit um like a game section okay Let me just okay so i have some like would you rather questions and so it's just like uh, the first. Let me just get into it. The first one is: um, Would you rather have the ability to see ten minutes into the future, or one fifty years? 
into the future? 150 years. Mm. Because probably be dead. Yeah, and it will be interesting <laughs> to see yes. what was happening in that time. So yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> Would you rather find love today or win the lottery next year? Win the lottery next year because I already have love. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Would you rather lose your sight or lose your memories? Lose my memories. Oh, yeah, I mean, for your line of work, <laughs> <laughs> you really need to need your sight. Okay, uh, would you rather never be able to go out during the day or never be able to go out at night? I don't go out at night normally, <laughs> so that doesn't matter. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, would you rather uh, be royalty 1000 years ago or be an average person today? Royalty a thousand years ago. Mm, I feel like that would be, be a match. Their life flex. was so luxurious. It was like they had so much gold and like. Please. Oh my god. Fair enough. Uh, would I'll you rather that reality? Because I'll be rebellious. <laughs> and be a feminist. <laughs> and that time, that was that was that been crazy. Yeah. yeah. I can't even imagine. Anyways, uh, last question. Would you rather have a post on your life or a rewind button? Or neither. A pause mm. because that way I'll be able to take a step back and actually control my actions. Mm. I can't control anybody anybody's actions but mine. So mm. pausing if that yeah. Like hold on a second. Yes, I think I'll take a pause. Yeah. Okay, if you decide that question. And it's just going to be a bit fast. So, jello fries or fried rice? Jello fries. Um, I like or Afrobeat? High life. Oh, interesting. Lagos or Abuja? Abuja. <laughs> wow. Nollywood or Hollywood? Nollywood. Um, Ashwebi or corporate wear? Ashwebi. <laughs> <laughs> Books or movies? Books, please. <laughs> Early bed or night off? Early bed. Oh, interesting. Must be nice. Okay, that's the last of my question. But I can call myself and oh well, well, I sleep late. I wake up early. Oh okay. Oh wait, you you so you can sleep late and still find yourself waking up early. Yes, so uh, I'm night owl. I stay up most of the night, but then I sleep. I sleep like averagely five to six hours in the morning, sure. But that aside, uh, just to like round up our discussion, I've had so much fun with this conversation, by the way. Uh, so for somebody that is probably looking to start out in the fashion industry, um, and probably doesn't even know where to start, I know you have a lot of content on your Instagram, on your YouTube, where you like discuss more of that, which you are still going to give us like your handles. So can go check it out. Uh, <laughs> so what would you, what would be like your advice to that kind of person trying to find their food, trying to um, get started probably in that line of work? What would you say um, guided you through your early days? Well, for one, I would want to say that if fashion styling is something that started as a hobby for you, feel free to keep it a hobby. Don't be pressured to make it to a moneymaker mm. for yourself. And um, fashion styling is also a skill, so it's okay to get orthodox knowledge, invest in books, mm. invest in videos, 
have conversations with your guys stay around like-minded individuals mm. and but focus on your foundation find yourself mm. get rooted in yourself and in your creative before going out to get orthodox knowledge and please carry your audacity around about you I always sing this a lot because in the fashion industry, you meet a of very interesting individuals. <laughs> Some may even um, have you feeling or make or want to have you feeling less, mm. lesser than don't, don't, yeah. you know, build your confidence, build your confidence, whatever you, as long as you can think it, the fact that your brain can even develop something like that mm. should be good enough to be confident in. Mm. And, dreaming planning is great but execution is king mm. have a team have your guys that you can call any time of any day mm. and they would show up for you because mm. many times i have had down periods and i just needed to create and my guys showed up my mm. team showed up mm. so have your guys and yeah i guess and please yes please 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 don't wait for anybody to see your worth. Mm. Don't wait for anybody to discover your value. Discover mm. it yourself and amplify it mm. and have the business model if mm. you want to make money. Yeah, I really like that. I like the fact, I like that last part where you said discover your value and amplify it because most of the time, you because people don't see it in you that, oh, okay, this person's work is worth this amount, you start to downplay like the value of what you do, value of what you create. Yes. So it just makes sense for you to go with that, like know what you carry, know the value of your work yes. and just like push that out and let it be known to the world. 100%. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, So what would you say is your brand voice, like your your fashion like what what are the things you try to um what's the message you try to pass across in most of like your fashion pieces or like in your work like um uh, is it comfortability is it luxury i don't know like what what are the things that you make like your priority in in your styling what i make priority in my styling is essentially self mm. i think that um i believe that anybody can should be able to wear anything mm. that um that says who they are mm. and i believe that fashion is that voice that helps people discover themselves mm. so i try to pass that message across in um in my clothes like you can wear stuff from the 1920s mm. if that is who you well, are mm. you know like fashion is a voice mm. fashion is a voice and of course um jesus christ mm. Mm. yeah i like that you also like you you make your faith a part of your brand and like you make sure to to put it out because we know how things are in today's world and how it might be to like carry jesus <laughs> in your head and uh. make it part of your work but and how people might see that as oh yeah trying to be somehow or whatever but i really like that you make that a part of your work you make it known that okay this is what you believe in and you hold I'm it christian. i'm a christian before yeah. i'm anything else mm, mm. i'm a christian before i'm anything else so mm. if it's not even about trying to be trendy or anything and this is who i am mm. you know so if you're telling me not to share my faith you're telling me to not be myself mm. and for a world that is always you know encouraging 
um, people to be themselves. Why can't I be myself? Mm. And being Christian is me being myself. Yeah, amazing. So what should we look out for, like, in the nearest future that you're probably bringing out wherever see you are willing to spill now? Just for us to know, okay, what's next? What's going to be happening? Okay. Well, I am... Um, Launching my personal shopping outfits mm. for men, exclusively for men. Interesting. So, what about us ladies? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Um, I just I don't know, man. Ladies, you you guys you guys be good. You guys be good. Oh, oh okay. You guys be good. <laughs> I just, I see a problem that I believe I can solve mm. with shopping for men. men. Yes, I want to make that happen for myself. And I like to niche. Thank okay. you. Yeah. Okay, interesting. We're looking out for that. Anyway, so um, that's the, uh, that was just like a roundup session. Please share with your social media handle. So where can we find you on the net? Okay, um, get me or find me on Instagram at ochuko.sapere. I'm on Twitter at heyochuko, H-E-Y, ochuko. Mm-hmm. Threads, the same thing. Yeah, right, threads now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> threads, the same thing. LinkedIn, ochuko sapere. Okay. And um, Behance, ochuko sapere. Oh, interesting. I'll check that out. Anyways, um, you can also follow our Instagram at creativecollective.pod. Please share this um, episode if you enjoyed it. Share with your family and friends. Get more people to listen. Um, share it with creatives and all of that. It was really nice having this conversation. It's I so enjoyed nice. every part of it. So um, see you guys soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>